Duncan. Rich. Dunk, there, there's something something I've never understood. Um, women. I've never understood where the clitoris is, uh, what a female orgasm is, but that that's none the point. Uh, no, the clitoris is a myth, babe. Yeah, of course. Um, where, Doesn't exist. There, so there's this thing called... Unlike the Loch Ness Monster. Sorry. We, we know the Loch Ness Monster is real, okay? We don't... I've seen the history. I've seen the facts. Um, the... There's a fucking terrible horror movie about the Loch Ness Monster. It's like a mockumentary documentary. It's one of the worst movies I've ever watched. Never watch it, Dunk. Um, okay. Fucking D&D, Dungeons and Dragons. Right. It, it, it's, for a long time, it was very geeky, and only geeks played it, and no one really understood it. And now it's become a bit more hipstery, a bit more cult. It's in the mainstream way more. They had that really... Uh, very mainstream Dungeons and Dragons movie recently. Um, did you watch it? I did actually. Yeah, I did watch it. Did you? En- did you enjoy it? Um, I didn't hate it, considering how many shit movies there are. I didn't hate yeah. it. It was like a six. That's exactly. That is exactly how I came out of it. Feeling. It's like a six out of ten. Like I wouldn't watch it again, but I didn't fucking hate it. I didn't sit there and think this was terrible. Um, but uh, it's something that I'm always interested in. I think it's a cool concept. Can you simplify to dummies and give everyone a fucking rundown of what D&D fucking is? Especially to dumb people like me and Joe. Okay. And my partner, Mary. D&D is, uh, in essence... S&M. B-S&M. Um, with a D in there as well. Um, no, uh, it's essentially whatever you want. For, this is the, the daunting thing about it. Go on. Is it... Dungeons and Dragons is essentially whatever you want it to be. So, I recently had a friend of mine uh, reach out to me. He wants to get into D&D, but he wants to do it with his kids. Now, his kids are very young. Uh, I think they're sort of ranging between four and eight. So, I suggested for him um, that he try to run it off like pop culture characters uh use them as bases for the monsters and use the various heroes so he's he's starting to use mario characters okay in dungeons and dragons so he's using like um the goomba as um an enemy you've got turtles you've got bowser you've got your main heroes which are the party and there's a princess that gets kidnapped boom it's 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 Mario, but you can change it and mix it around. But yeah. in essence, yeah. it's it's just a fantasy game. You create your own fantasy story arc uh, with a group of friends. All of you are playing different characters, which will have different characteristics and different traits and different end goals. And collectively, you work together as a team to complete the campaign. But within those campaigns, you may have your own individual objectives that you want to do. Okay, I got ya. It can be as long form or as short form as you want it to be. Okay. Um, I've got several campaigns which are currently on the go, which have been going for a couple of years now. I think there's hold on, a couple of years? Oh, that's nothing, mate. Uh, I think one of the longest campaigns running at the moment has been running cons- uh, consistently for the last 43 years. Uh, how? But how? How? And it's been running for so long that they now have a 3D printed map in a room 
uh, which they change depending on how the campaign's going. They've got they've got they potentially have gone through many different characters. Um, it's harder to play with two people, um, but in essence, you need someone called uh, the games master or dungeon master. Did they create the story? And they they they're the narrator, if you will. I got you. Um, yeah. They 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 will they will guide you roughly through uh what's going on within the game itself mm-hmm. so they'll 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 be the um the action if you will yeah. and the party will be the reaction yeah. so for example um you're explaining this very well Dong. by the way yeah, the party and the campaign um they they may be traveling somewhere so they're walking through a woods at which point the game master would turn around and say something like and then you were ambushed by this um, pack of six goblins. Shit! And um, you'd have you you can have a physical map which helps with proceedings. So you'll have a physical map. I and thought then, you were going to say uh, you can have, have a physical fight. <laughs> I was like, yeah, I mean, if you want to go all out, like full on LARPing, then yeah, go for go for uh, go for that. But um, yeah, so you put like character tokens to represent yourself and the monsters that you're fighting and then using dice um you roll for various different stats that you've got on a character sheet so you might be um quick and stealthy but not very strong so in a hand-to-hand combat you might not necessarily have the edge you might be a wizard with very little health who decides this who decides that though you decide um, what your strengths and weaknesses are. What what class what class you're going to be when you first make a character sheet. Okay. And that's made a there are six different stats that you use for a character sheet, um, which you can generate by rolling. Well, you'll generate by rolling dice, and um, they are strength, charisma. Dexterity, con. Uh, hang on, no, I don't want to fuck this up. <laughs> you want to sound like you know what you're fucking talking about. You don't want to be. I've been, I've been, I've been playing for a couple of years, yeah, so if I don't know what I'm talking about, it's really embarrassing. You'll be chucked out of the community. So you, but anyway, you roll your six stats, right? Yeah. And those six stats are. Uh, Strength, dexterity, constitution, intelligence, wisdom, charisma. I did get it right. I did get it right. I always forget about sort of wisdom and intelligence as being interacting things. That's because Dunk so wisdomed and intelligent did it that he doesn't even need to think about that. He's just he doesn't understand why people are dumb. It's just there. Um, but you'll you'll roll um, a d20, which is a twenty-sided dice, a dodecahedron, if I'm not mistaken. Um, and um, but you'll get a number between one and twenty for six individual things, and with those you'll then allocate it. So you as a person get to allocate it. So you can have like a, a really charismatic character that's weak as anything, but they're they're intelligent. Or they might be dumb as fuck, but they're um, strong. Oh, it's Joe. <laughs> so it's Joe. So that's that's how you sort of attain your um, your character traits, but you'll also 
based on a your your race and your class. So your race will be the species that you're playing as. Okay, so I might be an elf. There are, you could be an elf. Uh, you could be an orc. You could be um, something called a kenku, which is like a birdman, which I've had a lot of fun playing as, by the way. I bet. Um, or you could just be a straight up human. You can um, shag and then, in the air and shag on the ground. Exactly. Uh, or you could be a druid, um, which are shape, I, uh, shapeshifters. I always knew you had a pigeon fetish, Dunk. <laughs> That's why I'm not allowed, uh, I'm not allowed home. Um, and, um, yeah, so you, you also then have a race. That's why got vanished to Scotland. Sorry. Sorry, yeah. You'll, you'll have a race and um so uh no i've had the race. so you'll have a class okay. so i'm looking at the character sheet and they're upside down um but you'll have a class so your class will be what type of character you want to be so do you want to be a wizard do you want to be a barbarian do you want to be a sorcerer do you want to be a bard um like chris pine in that one uh chris pine's character in um the Dungeons and Dragons film was a bard. So essentially it's a singing character. They're musically proficient. Okay. They've got a lot of charisma. They're not got particularly you. bright and they're not particularly strong. <laughs> like the dude in The Witcher. Yes, Yaskir. Yaskir is a bard, yeah. Yeah. Um, but they're charisma based. So if you need to say you're trying to get into a city and there's guards on the outside of a city... You might use your bard to go up and try and um, persuade the guard to let you in without having a a, a pass I got you. or access to get in. Yeah, yeah. At he, which point he does you that. Then... He does that by saying, I, "I I will give you both gentlemen a hand job, and I will say what a lovely tea party this is." Yeah, I'm I'm with you. Exactly. And at, at that point, you'd then roll a charisma throw, uh, or you could roll a persuasive throw, to see or how good performance, your hand skills are, or, you. or deception. Um, and <laughs> that would then uh, be rolled against the game master or dungeon master. And based on whether or not um, you beat the game master's dice, will determine whether or not you can do what you intended okay now if you only just if you're uh say if you roll um a 17 on your on your dice and the the game master rolls a 16 he might tweak what you want slightly so the consequence might be that um you know you go to give him a hand job and one of them comes in your eye and it causes you a little bit of damage um <laughs> <laughs> but you might also roll a natural one. And uh, so the the top and bottom numbers are regarded as naturals. Yeah. If you roll of those, so if you roll a 20, by and large, you can do what exactly what you intended to do. So if you're um, an athletic type character and you want to do a cartwheel through the air while firing an arrow and... Um, if you roll an actual 20, everything would go absolutely perfectly. It would be cinematic. It would be beautiful. Okay. If you roll an actual 1, it fails. So your car wheel goes horrifically wrong and you end up landing on your head and breaking your... Uh, you, you, you land on your head, you damage your neck, um, your armour falls off, you slip, you fall down a well. 
you sustain damage and you fail. I'm with you. Um, so you've yeah, essentially you've got a, a, a health. You've got health that you're trying to sustain through the campaign. You can heal up with items and with sleeping, um, and you progress through a very freeform type of fantasy situation. Yeah, bruv. Um, the best way that I can suggest new people into Dungeons and Dragons, if they're going to, um, is to play something called a one-shot, which is what I did um, to get myself into it. And a one-shot is essentially a Dungeons and Dragons campaign that can be run in a couple of hours. You know, you can run it in an evening or you can run it in an afternoon. You're not going to be playing it for years and years and years, but at the end of a one-shot, you might take those characters from the one-shot and push them into a bigger campaign. I mean, it sounds awfully fucking complicated and very time-consuming, Dunk. It's it's not not complicated. Um, but it's... I mean, it is. It's it's as in depth or as complicated as you as you want it to be. You don't have to use all of your attributes on your character sheet. Uh, you you don't have to make a, an overly complicated character. It depends on the game master who's running it. If they're quite flexible, you can have a lot of fun with it. Um, a lot of our D and D sessions descend into memeing and um, just making lots of jokes and causing lots of chaos and trying to cause the game master a bit of a headache because it's fun. Yep. Um, but there are some people that will uh, play it very straight laced. There's actually books with um, specific campaigns in them, and they won't want to deviate from what happens within that campaign. Is the does the um. I can I I feel like the campaign master's role dude has like he has to do a lot right because he I feel like he's basically writing the script, the story. He, he yeah in essence he does an awful lot between sessions. Um, so he'll be writing what he'll essentially write the story. He'll need to have many different branches as to where he can go with the story. So it's not a rigid thing. Uh, for a one-shot, it needs to be a rigid thing, so essentially you need uh, a beginning, a motive for you to go out, um, a journey to where you need to get to, and then a big bad boss at the end to defeat in order to meet your objective. That's that's the kind of the basis of a one-shot. But for a, a normal campaign, you might find an item um, which would um, take you... It, you know, you might find a lost child in a in a in a town, and she wants to go in a different direction to your main campaign, and you prioritise returning the child rather than completing your campaign and returning the child afterwards. So there's certain things like that which uh, you've got to be quite good on your feet, and you've got to be as a as a dungeon master very flexible, or you can, you've got to have the uh, ability to be flexible depending on the party that you're playing with. But it's if if the the people who are playing the game don't feel like they've got ownership over the story, um, then it's it's kind of a lost cause. One of one of the big um, benefits of all of the players creating their characters before they arrive at the session and keeping it a secret before they get to the session is a um, a dungeon master can use the character's backstory and the character's motives as a basis for a storyline. 
So in, in, in like anime, for example, you've got long-form um, arcs where certain things will happen within those arcs. So you can almost have like a character arc for each of your individual campaign characters while trying to throw other stuff into there as well, which might be breadcrumbs for another character arc later down the road. Um, or you might just have a, a, a different objective within it. Mm-hmm. How, how does, I mean, how did you get into D&D? So I, I got into D&D. It was um, my mate's stag do. And it we were, it was COVID, it was COVID times and we were all working from home and we were thinking, well, we could always just hop online and game with each other while we have a few beers and we could also try D&D. So we, we had a one shot. Um, the game master had created four character sheets for us specifically of four different classes and it was very heavily influenced by the Lord of the Rings and um, we had four hobbits one was a wizard one was a dwarf uh, had like a, a dwarf fighting um, style one was an archer and one was a swordsman okay and we went through the campaign. We started at a tavern, as most campaigns do, as you'll find in D&D. They start at a communal place, and most often it's an inn or a tavern. Uh, we found out that the beer that we were drinking was running out, and we there was a, a fabled um, cask of ale called the Golden Cask, which was at the brewery of the, gold, of the Green Dragon, and we had to go and get the cask in order to... Um, the cask would never run out of beer, and we could get the cask, and that would be it. We'd we'd successfully have staved off a, a quiet evening of the bar that we were at um, by going and getting this endgame. Yeah. So we left left the town, headed towards the brewery where we were ambushed by some goblins. Uh, some of them were riding on wolves. Some of them were just on foot with bow and arrows. We took those out. We proceeded onwards, um, and we ended up fighting the actual green dragon. We were sat on top of the um, the cask, and we finished. We we defeated him. Um, some of us came very close to death, and we ended up um, we killed the we killed the dragon. We then drank all of the ale and woke up the following morning to realise that we were in actual fact just four normal men with broomsticks, and um, we'd trashed a brewery in town because we'd all been on a mushroom trip. <laughs> Okay. Okay. But that was it. That was the basis of the one shot. So it wasn't overly I get you. I complicated. Get you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but it was something that we could play out over a couple of hours yeah. and you know, your role play you can you can be as involved with the role playing as you want to be. Um when I first started I was a bit more um shy about actually acting the characters that I was playing. Whilst now you're um, full costume. I, I'm, I'm not quite full costume, but I'm a bit more confident, certainly like dialogues and stuff. You you actually act as your character and you try to put on a voice and you try to have a, 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 a an exchange that has meaning, whereas at the beginning I was very much saying, okay, so my character at this point would say, um, would talk about his uh, how long his beard was and um, how wise he was, rather than actually going through the dialogue of a conversation like that. Yeah. But some people are different. Some people want to play it very much as every single uh, week that they play. Uh, they want to have a 
a, a proper meaningful fight. Um, some people. Twenty minutes. 